Hello, dear. This is Anne Ajadi with dear Anne. And this is the Walk With Me series, the Lenten version. Today we're inching along as we move closer to the cross of Christ. We go through the, the passion of Christ and we see how we can situate it in our lives today. Our text today is John chapter 13, verses 23 to 33. And I read, Jesus replied that the time has come for the Son of Man to enter into his glory. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone. But his death will produce many kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. Those who love their life in this world will lose it. Those who care for nothing. Those who care nothing for their life in this world will keep it for eternity. Anyone who wants to serve me must follow me. Because my servants must be where I am and the Father will honor anyone who serves me. Now my soul is deeply troubled. Should I pray? Father, save me from this hour, but this is the very reason I came. Father, bring glory to your name. Then a voice spoke from heaven saying, I have already brought glory to my name and I will do so again. When the crowd heard the voice, some thought it was thunder, while others declared an angel had spoken to him. Then Jesus told them the voice was for your benefit, not mine. The time for judging this world has come, when Satan, the ruler of this world, will be cast out. When I'm lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this to indicate how he was going to die. That was John 13, verses 23 to 33. And I read it from the New Living Translation. Jesus was aware of his time. We all know that. I mean, any student of the Bible would know that Jesus had an agenda that he was following. He knew that agenda well. He knew the path would be rough. He knew the path would be hard. He knew his life would be dogged with sorrow. Remember, the angel told his mother that he came to die. He came to suffer so that mankind can have a life so that mankind will not need to suffer. And Jesus talked to the plan. Do you have an idea of the reason for your being, my dear friend? Where are you in the plan? You know how we say act one, sin one, sin two plus three. Where are you? In the script, Jesus knew he would have to die because if he didn't die, he knew that man will continue on his path to eternal destruction. And Jesus came to stop that pattern. My dear friend, what do you have to die to so that life can come? What do you have to die to? Because the truth is, all of us have to die to something. 
The Bible says he that must follow Christ must pick up his cross, must deny themselves, must surrender all, must not count their lives for anything, just so they can get eternal life. I ask you again, my dear friend, what do you have to die to? You know that for a bountiful harvest to come, that lone seed must die. I know you've been praying. I know you've been fasting. I know you've been asking God for stuff. I know that you have been beholding God's face. But you also know that he's been digging at that one thing that you're refusing to let go of. It's different for different people. You know what it is with you. I urge you this evening, this morning, whatever the time is in your, wherever you're listening to me, let it go. It's costing you too much. Let it go. If you are not willing to let it go, you will lose things that are of eternal value. And for your life to have a real essence, for your life to have real meaning, you know you have to follow Jesus. Is the path easy? The answer is no. We all know that, that it is not easy to die. It is not easy to suffer. But it is the way of life. It is the way of life eternal. If you want to, a woman cannot say, you cannot say as a woman, for instance, I want to have children, but I don't want to go through pain. Whether you have children naturally or you have assisted delivery, you will still have to carry that child. You will still have to go through the period of having an extra weight in your system, having, for some people, for, for me, for instance, I'd be sick. For nine months that I was, I'd be carrying the child in my womb. All of that is part of the process. I could never have said that I wouldn't go through that. I did have to go through that. So that, because I was expecting, you know, every pregnant woman has an expected delivery date. I had that date in mind. And I looked forward to that day and it made the pain worth the try. So would you have to go through pain in life so that others can leave? You know the answer. The truth about life is that whether you agree to go through the pain or you don't agree to go through the pain, you will go through pain. Some things will be hard. You will be reduced required to let some things go and the earlier you do that the better ask for help because we all need help ask for help ask jesus to help you remember he actually left us the holy spirit he said that the spirit will lead us in the way to go he will teach us all that we need to do he will be our comfort he'll be our guide who tell us the mind of the Father. Ask for help, my dear friend. Let the Spirit of God lead you. You don't know the way. 
and it's not going to get any easier. But with the Spirit of God by leading you, your yoke will be easy, life will be easier because you would have perspective. As we go through this Lenten season, just know that you're patterning your life after Christ. God will help you as you rely on him. God bless you, my dear friend. Hello, dear. This is Anne Ajadi with dear Anne. And this is the Walk With Me series, the Lenten version. Today we're inching along as we move closer to the cross of Christ. We go through the the passion of Christ and we see how we can situate it in our lives today. Our text today is John chapter 13 verses 23 to 33. And I read, Jesus replied that the time has come for the Son of Man to enter into his glory. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone. But his death will produce many kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. Those who love their life in this world will lose it. Those who care for nothing, those who care nothing for their life in this world, will keep it for eternity. Anyone who wants to serve me must follow me. Because my servants must be where I am, and the Father will honor anyone who serves me. Now my soul is deeply troubled. Should I pray, Father, save me from this hour? But this is the very reason I came. Father, bring glory to your name. Then a voice spoke from heaven saying, I have already brought glory to my name and I will do so again. When the crowd heard the voice, some thought it was thunder, while others declared an angel had spoken to him. Then Jesus told them the voice was for your benefit, not mine. The time for judging this world has come, when Satan, the ruler of this world, will be cast out. When I'm lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this to indicate how he was going to die. That was John 13 verses 23 to 33. And I read it from the New Living Translation. Jesus was aware of his time. We all know that. I mean, any student of the Bible would know that Jesus had an agenda that he was following. He knew that agenda well. He knew the path would be rough. He knew the path would be hard. He knew his life would be dogged with sorrow. Remember, the angel told his mother that he came to die. He came to suffer so that mankind can have a life, so that mankind will not need to suffer. And Jesus talked to the plan. Do you have an idea of the reason for your being, my dear friend? Where are you in the plan? You know how we say Act 1, Sin 1, Sin 2, Plus 3? Where are you in the script? 
Jesus knew he would have to die. Because if he didn't die, he knew that man will continue on his path to eternal destruction. And Jesus came to stop that pattern. My dear friend, what do you have to die to? So that life can come. What do you have to die to? Because the truth is, all of us have to die to something. The Bible says he that must follow Christ must pick up his cross, must deny themselves, must surrender all, must not count their lives for anything, just so they can get eternal life. I ask you again, my dear friend, what do you have to die to? You know that for a bountiful harvest to come, that lone seed must die. I know you've been praying. I know you've been fasting. I know you've been asking God for stuff. I know that you have been beholding God's face. But you also know that he's been digging at that one thing that you're refusing to let go of. It's different for different people. You know what it is with you. I urge you this evening, this morning, whatever the time is in your, wherever you're listening to me, let it go. It's costing you too much. Let it go. If you are not willing to let it go, you will lose things that are of eternal value. And for your life to have a real essence, for your life to have real meaning, you know you have to follow Jesus. Is the path easy? The answer is no. We all know that, that it is not easy to die. It is not easy to suffer. But it is the way of life. It is the way of life eternal. If you want to, a woman cannot say, you cannot say as a woman, for instance, I want to have children, but I don't want to go through pain. Whether you have children naturally or you have assisted delivery, you will still have to carry that child. You will still have to go through the period of having an extra weight in your system, having, for some people, for, for me, for instance, I'd be sick. For nine months that I was, I'd be carrying the child in my womb. All of that is part of the process. I could never have said that I wouldn't go through that. I did have to go through that. So that, because I was expecting, you know, every pregnant woman has an expected delivery date. I had that date in mind. And I looked forward to that day and it made the pain worth the try. So would you have to go through pain in life so that others can live? You know the answer. The truth about life is that whether you agree to go through the pain or you don't agree to go through the pain, you will go through pain. Some things will be hard. You will be reduced required to let some things go and the earlier you do that the better 
ask for help because we all need help. Ask for help. Ask Jesus to help you. Remember, he actually left us the Holy Spirit. He said that the Spirit will lead us in the way to go. He will teach us all that we need to do. He will be our comfort. He will be our guide. He will tell us the mind of the Father. Ask for help, my dear friend. Let the Spirit of God lead you. You don't know the way. And it's not going to get any easier. But with the Spirit of God leading you, your yoke will be easy. Life will be easier because you would have perspective. As we go through this Lenten season, just know that you're patterning your life after Christ. God will help you as you rely on him. God bless you, my dear friend. Hi there, this is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne, and this is the Walk With Me series, the Lenten version. My dear friend, how are you doing? In this Walk With God, how are you doing? What has changed? How, like Jesus, have you become? What kind of things have you taken out of your life? Today, let's look at the concept of betrayal. Let's, let's look at betrayal. Have you ever felt stabbed in the back? Have you ever felt like someone pulled the rug under your feet? Have you ever trusted someone and they threw it in your face? Maybe you confided in somebody, you were vulnerable with someone and they used it against you. How did that make you feel? You know, there is nothing new under the sun. There's no However you're feeling right now, somebody feels the same. And Jesus already walked that path. So the question is for you today is, how do you deal with betrayal? What do you do when your support system pulls the rug under your feet? Do you know, Jesus knew his disciples. He knew they would buckle. He knew they couldn't stand the, 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 the trouble that was making his way to them. He knew. That's why he said, he said to Peter, he said, the enemy has desired to sift you like wheat, but I prayed for you. He knew, he told them. He said, I know you guys, all of you will betray me. Just before the morning, you would all turn your backs on me. Have you ever turned your back on someone who trusted you? What, why did you do that? What led to it? You know, my mother prayed years ago and she was, the, the import of the prayer was that the devil will not borrow so and so. 
And I found it very interesting that it is possible for you to be all out for God and for a brief moment be lent to the devil. Now, what are we to do? The Bible recommends, pray for them that despitefully use you. Pray for those who who, who stab you in the back. Pray for the ones who persecute you. Pray for the ones who spread lies about you. Pray for the ones who, who, out of envy or whatever it is, say wrong things about you. Maybe they are withholding what belongs to you. Pray for them. That's what the Bible says. Jesus knew that Judas was a thief, and yet he gave him money to keep. He knew that Peter would betray him, and yet he kept him on. Bible says he prayed for Peter. You know, if it was you and I, you know somebody was going to betray you, you keep them at arm's length. But Jesus brought them close, even fed them. So what are you supposed to do? Bible says continue to do good. Do not stop doing good. He said by so doing you heap coals of fire on top of the head of the ones who are doing you bad. Don't stop. Go above and beyond to do them good. Look out for their good. You may be the only Jesus they would ever see. You may be the only expression. You know, these days we talk a lot about Jesus. We pray a lot. We preach a lot about him, but that's all. That's just about it. That's where it ends. Live the life is a more serious matter. Bible says in Matthew 5, 44, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be the children of your father which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. The only way you can be like your father is to just being good, no matter what they are doing to you, be good. Be good. Luke repeats the same thing. Luke 6.28 says, Bless them that curse you and pray for them that despitefully use you. If they strike you in one cheek, turn the other cheek. Go above and beyond for the person. You know, for all you know, they, they may not even know what they're doing. Jesus was praying on the cross. He said, Father, don't lay this thing to their charge. They don't know what they're doing. Just take it that whoever is doing you bad, whoever is doing you in, doesn't know what they're doing. And knowing that you love God, you know that everything will work out for your good. As you go about today, I pray that you will see betrayal in another form. Judas had to do what he did so Jesus could go to the cross. So in a way, he was helping. He was in the line of purpose. You ask me, does he have to be Judas? The truth is, no, he doesn't have to be Judas. But somebody had to do it, and it turned out to be Judas who did it. So don't, don't 
see the, the, the betrayal as the end of it. See it as opening the door to another phase of your life. And in God's hands, that phase is glorious. Have a good day. God bless you.